Yes! I can't believe we're back. Oh, we are so fucking back. We're so back as a joke, aren't we? We all notice that we've craftily dubbed this season two after a long break. Season two. Season two, we are back, baby. This, and this is all are, about the marketing. We are better than ever. Mate, we're so back. It's actually a joke. Imagine, like, with imagine the front. We're not that because we're back. We're the back. I actually, mate. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think I was as excited. And this isn't even me putting this on because we're just talking to each other. No, I know. As soon as we started recording, genuine excitement. Look at me, mate. I'm smiling. I'm absolutely. I'm excited. I'm over the moon. There's a little glint in his eye. We're in some new settings, mate. Some new surroundings. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Oh, wait. See it. Wait, wait, wait. Shock, drinking little, lads. Little toast there. It is. We are recording this on a Friday. We don't normally record this on a Friday. It's a Friday night. Me and Josh are, you know, planning to have a few libations this evening. Going to get a bit loosey goosey after I've had a couple of beers. But before that, we've got some business to attend to because Josh, my absolute giddy aunt, <laughs> and I don't have a giddy aunt, but, <laughs> but there is some football we need to chat about, mate. Mate, we, you know, the last time we recorded a podcast. England could have won the World Cup. England last time we last time we recorded the podcast, England hadn't even played at the World Cup. Well, not ever, but that World Cup. That, they hadn't yeah, played yeah. at that World Cup. Oh, there's just mate, there's so much to get through. This is. I'll uh, be really honest with you. <clears throat> I don't want to fucking talk about the World Cup. No, fuck the World Cup. Ages ago, because look, yeah, Messi's great, brilliant. He's, I think, the greatest player ever. What do you think? Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, Thank okay, you. brilliant, on. super smashing, great. Um. <sighs> Harry Kane, whose name is Harry Kane? Oh God! That, but do you remember the pirate bully? <laughs> His name was Bully. Do you remember the pirate from Dodgeball? Your best player thinks he's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> they love a milkshake at him. <laughs> Got a point to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really want to go too much into the World Cup. I'll tell you what, Josh. I'll tell you what. I do you want to go in into is um the league table? Of course you do. Yeah, no, fair play. Um, can we just can we just acknowledge, by the way, just before we go into that, like how like just one how nice it is to be back anyway, but two, like if you are listening to this, like fair play to you, you stuck to us through thick and thin. It has been what two and a half months since we've recorded anything, and I know the fans have been ready to suckle on our teats. And Once what I more. mean by that yeah. is suckle on suckle on our knowledge. <laughs> Which there is very little. There's, There's very, very little, little knowledge. Listen to our opinion or listen to our bullshit. But I can't. I can't tell you how happy I am. This and thank you. And thank you all for coming back to listen. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. Um, basically, for those of you that are new, me and Josh like to talk about football, and essentially, ninety-nine percent of our conversations are about football. And we decided one summer, last summer, that actually, what would be really nice is if we recorded our conversations for people that we think might like to hear them. Um, and it turns out. About 50 of you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all of you. I, you know, I haven't looked at our international listeners in a little while. Last night it was 19. I'll take that. We actually spoke about earlier as well. We were talking about the origins of how all this happened. And it literally, we'd spoken about it. took 18 months. One, one it was like a... a one fateful th- afternoon. It was like yeah. a Thursday or something. We yeah. were like, right, let's me and you, we've both got ideas. We'll go down the pub and we'll talk about it. And we end up sitting there having five pints. <laughs> we just sat there having five pints. I was pretty pissed. You bought, <laughs> you went off and bought some Premier League stickers at the end of it. No, or? my Panini cards. I'm collecting <laughs> the Panini cards this year. I'm on the Panini cards. I um, but I've stopped <laughs> buying packs of those now. I'm having to just eBay the ones I need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just eBaying so them all. How how? Oh hello. 
No, it's all right. That's fine. Might just come through both ears. No, um, yeah, it's all good. How did, did how up to date is the team? Is it like do you have like no? So basically, it was the registered teams before the season started. <coughs> so like Mark Cucurella is still in like a Brighton strip. Ronaldo's still at Man United. Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo's still at Man United. And um, but what's really interesting is they've been really sneaky this year. They've not posted some of them on purpose. So I've been waiting ages. Can't find Aaron Ramsdale anywhere. Really? I found Aaron Ram found one Aaron Ramsdale on eBay. Yeah, seventeen pounds. Nah, you're right. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually yeah. bought it? Yeah. <laughs> I need him. Told faith it's four quid. I need Aaron Ramsdale <laughs> too. <laughs> I need Aaron Ramsdale. So, Josh, look, there's been lots of football. Let's go to the Premier League. Let's go. Let's go straight into the Premier League. And I think what's always good because they're very personal, and close to us. Let's talk a little bit about our teams. I actually want to talk about your team first, if that's okay. Okay. And I just like to say. And I'd just like to extend um, my congratulations because I really feel like Man United at the moment are such a better team to watch. Thank you. I, I was expecting that to be sarcastic. No, honestly, like, I think Ten Hag's your man. Yeah, I love him. I think he's your man. He's got He's got players playing that I thought were in the pits of hell. Marcus Rashford. Oh, Mate, he looks, like, he looks like a different player. He could. He could be better than Mbappe. No, I'm joking. I was, thank you for that. Mbappe, I, I didn't Mbappe, Mbappe, whoa. He's good. <laughs> Did but you, do you remember when Stone was doing that in the World Cup? Mbappe, 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 whoa. What is, is it he did with Sterling? Oh, no, what is it he said with Sterling? Is oh. it, oh, I don't, we can't say oh, it. Oh, no. It's whatever it is, it's going to be shocking. Um, Rashford, love him. Love him. And, I, and he, he, he's just... It feels like he's... It feels like he's... He spent two years probably in the gutter a little bit, and he he's come out and he's just sorry. I'm, 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 that sounded a little bit stupid. He's he hasn't come out uh, as far as we're aware. No, he hasn't. Maybe, maybe he has, but I don't know. But it just feels like he's doing what he what everyone has been pissed off at him for not doing for two years. Just getting that ball and just fucking running at people because he's so quick. It just it, it always felt weird that he just wasn't being as direct as he was. And I know it's not simple. That. There's a lot more than just him running at people. But he's picking up the ball and just fucking going at people. Look, his physical attributes dictate that he is fast. He yeah, is 100%. strong. He's actually quite big as well. He's quite imposing. He's six foot one. And so, like, I, I completely understood Man United fans' frustrations where you've got something like that with that those physical attributes who's essentially almost too scared to use it. I would be... Well, I'd be terrified anyway because I'm shit at football, right? But if Correct. I was a Premier League defender, I would be... I. What do you do with him? Because he's faster than you. He's going to have a good chance of getting past you and beating you in a 1v1. He's, you're going to find it really, really challenging to get him off the ball because he is strong. Like, yeah. what do you do with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that what he's, what he's also got really good at is not he... Is cut is is n- not cutting in in a sense of cutting inside and taking a shot on the right foot. Is that uh, on his right and his right foot? Mm. He is actually his runs are uh, as stupid as it sounds. He's not a staying. He's not staying hide and wide and just pl- staying wide and then just sort of trying to. He's beat moving inside. He's, yeah, he yeah. moves inside. He cuts yeah. inside every single time when he goes for when he's when he's trying to get through. And that's so hard to defend if you're between between a fullback and a centre back. They don't know what to do. And he's. Well, you don't know whether to cover, you don't know whether to stop, come short, you don't know whether to, to, to follow the run. Like and, and he's played it, I mean, over the last, what, three weeks we played City and Arsenal, scored against both of them, and I know 
Arsenal, he probably wasn't. He didn't have his best. Yeah, but we're talking about goal. that. But he, but he's, but, yeah. he's, but he, the the top of the top defenders and the top of the top sides are finding him difficult to yeah. deal with, and that means that he's doing something right. He scored ten in ten. His goal against Forest the other day is an absolute joke. It's yeah, so. I good. mean, I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I I I I think personally, as an Arsenal fan, obviously, I I, I really enjoyed the result. I think if Casemiro plays that game, it's a different. I think it, I don't know if it's a different result, but I think it's a different game. Yeah, agreed. Because I, there were so many instances where we were we were picking the ball up just outside your box, and there just was no midfield player coming to engage the ball. And I just I was looking at it going, Casemiro squashes that every yeah. time. Yeah, I, I agree. There's it's a it's a weird. I mean, if it, I felt that we, I felt that we should have. I mean, obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing. I felt that we should have played. Fred McTominay and and Ericsson as a three. I know they're not. I don't know how much of a difference would it made, but Fred either has a zero out of ten or a ten out of ten against big sides, and maybe would have had a zero. But I felt like there just wasn't enough energy in there. Um, God, this makes it sound like I'm a proper tactician, doesn't it? And I and for for all of the for all of the things that for all of the <coughs> things weirdly, Ericsson's getting loads of slander by Man United fans at the moment, which is fucking. They need baffling. to stop that oh, because they need to baffling. just fucking recognise. Absolutely fucking baffling. But the one thing that y- he. You, you can you can point out the flaw in the fact of he he isn't the quick he's, he's not slow but he's not the quickest and I just don't feel that but that's never been what that's he's, that's I, never been an attribute that he's had I don't feel that McTominay has McTominay has the defensive level of intelligence to cover in there that that, that Casemiro has and obviously McTominay is probably physically quicker than than Casemiro is but that if it's, it's not FIFA it's not because someone's got 79 pace they're a good footballer do you know what I mean Casemiro's intelligence Mate. of covering that bit in between is is so good but I think. Ericsson was almost playing in the sitter, and that's just well. Ericsson, Ericsson was Ericsson was playing deeper, and also like, I just want to like just for the record get one thing straight. You could be the fastest midfielder in the world, yeah. Positioning beats speed in midfield ninety nine times out of hundred. I mean, in football positioning, if, if if speed was what won football, then Theo Walcott would have won a Ballon d'Or. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like and you're exactly exactly right. Being a midfield player, it, you look at someone like Casemiro, right? And I'll be really honest, I think Casemiro is, I think Casemiro is, you know, in the top three midfielders in the Premier League. I really do. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Fully. I really, really do. And what he does really well, he's not the strongest, he's not the quickest, but mate, he is everywhere you need him to be at the right time. I'm now you've said top three midfielders in the Premier League. Who would you say your top three are? My top three midfielders. Yeah. So okay, when I say midfield, Mid- when I say I'm not saying like I'm not saying has to be a holding midfielder, has to be a number <sighs> ten. All right, that just opens it up a little bit. I I I think I would probably go De Bruyne, Odegaard, and then Casemiro. I think. I I honestly, if have you could to have a midfield, if I could have a midfield three of 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 the. Midfielders. I wouldn't have Odegaard and De Bruyne together. I'd have I'd have Casemiro sitting, Odegaard and De Bruyne next to each other. Do you know who? And honestly, 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 you're gonna say Xhaka, aren't you? I'm actually not. Oh, I thought you were. No. Well, I love Xhaka. You know my thoughts on Xhaka. No, no, no. Yeah, and I think he's been he's been absolutely class this season. But my 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 love for him is kind of excuse my judgment a little bit, Um, mate. When when we don't play with Thomas Partey, yeah, the difference is um, but. I don't know. I look at Thomas Partey and I've never ever seen him panic. Yeah. On the ball at all. And he always does something productive with it. I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. 
mate. He, I, well, I bet he was. Yeah, well, Thomas Party. I mean, we we don't know the verdict, but I bet he was sweating and panicking at the beginning of the season. I bet he fucking was man. sweating. I bet he fucking was sweating. But um, look, but I, yeah, it's, it's all it's all in theory, isn't it? It's just who, what yeah. type of player you enjoy that yeah. type of thing. Because you could say, would Casemiro make Arsenal better? I don't know if he would. I think he would. I think he, I think oh, I, I don't I don't know if he improves our starting eleven. He improves our squad. Yeah, obviously, but uh, would would because. I th- I think that as a footballer, Casemiro is better than Party. I-, I I think that uh, to me that's a non-negotiable. But I think as a would, footballer, yeah. But I think would would Casemiro make Arsenal better? I don't know. But would pa- would Party make Man United better? No. We are better with Casemiro than we would be with Party. And and this is the and this is the thing. The two Opinion teams though, the two teams are set up very differently as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. like you know if you've you got something you got someone like us high press high pressure, whereas someone like Man United. I see is more of it's more tactical. It's more sorry. It's more um, technical. I think you've got a t- more technical team. I also think as well that we just just before we start talking about us or before we talk about us, I love Martinez so much. For first, the, I just need to say I love him, um, and I love him. I just need and Luke right two other people that need a shout out. Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw has been absolutely outstanding. He right? didn't have his best game against he us. He didn't against you, but other than that, this whole yeah. season he's been outstanding. And Bruno. Bruno has been. Bruno has been. I'm glad he's back. Bruno is. N- yeah. Bruno is not the. Bruno is not as uh, statistically as good as he like. He, he's got hundred. He's got hundred goals and assists in 154 games for us since he's joined. And bear in mind, he was absolute dog shit for quite a while. That's yeah. That's unbelievable. But he's been very, very good. And sorry, the two other things. Stop slagging off Anthony. Give him fucking time, man. He's Jesus. And also, just give him time. He's 22 years old. I I I will do the exact same thing. Twenty two. Yeah, I know, but I will do the exact same thing to every football, every other football club apart from mine. Cody Gakpo is dog shit. I'm going to say it. He's not dog shit. No, he's dog shit no, because he doesn't play for my football club. But when you're slagging off my football club, leave the little Brazilian legend alone. Cody Gakpo's good. Dog shit. Um, and Wout Weghorst. Wow. Right. I'm not anti the signing. I'm not anti it at all. But I think with a player's defining trait is he works really hard. He's not good enough. Right, I've got an interesting take on this. Right, t- right, no, no, I'm going to ask Chris. Right, go on then. What player gets in the Arsenal side because they work hard, solely because they work hard? Because if it is Kieran Tierney, but you're starting left back and he's not, because he works his bollocks off, but he's not as good as Zinchenko. But Zinchenko also works his bollocks off, and that's my point. Because Zinchenko is technically better. You're you're defining thing for him. If I thought about Kieran Tierney, I thought, oh, he works hard. But I wouldn't think Zinchenko. Oh, he works hard. I think Zinchenko is is class. I don't think that's why you signed Wout Weghorst though. No, I think we signed him for a focal point and so we can get everyone else more involved in plays. The reason we signed him. I actually think, I personally think it's a really shrewd signing. Yeah, so do I. But I He's but never, I, mate, he's not going to score you 30 goals a season. No, I... No, he's no, not going to score you 10 goals no, a season. No, I, I, I know. I just think there's the, the, the dreamer in me the dreamer in me wants a player that does that, and I know, and I, I like, I, obviously I know that's not going to happen this season. It's not going to happen in January. It might not happen next season, but I just think I like him. I've got a lot of time for him because he works his bollocks off. But you've got, and I think it's a good signing for that. But what I'm saying is, if your defining trait is, God, he works hard. But how much? Right, okay, okay. I'll put it this way: Gabriel Jesus for us doesn't score lots of goals, and he's a striker. Yeah, but he's ten times the player Wout Weghorst is. Technically, yeah. Technically, he's a better player. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, and you're absolutely right in what you say, a focal point. You need a player for six months who can put a bit of a 
put a bit of a focus onto cent- onto the centre backs of your opponents and keep them occupied, occupied enough to know that actually, if we don't deal with this guy right, he he can finish and he yeah, and yeah. he will finish, because you need to allow people like Marcus Rashford, Christian Eriksen, um, Anthony when he starts firing, which he will start firing. Yeah, I I, I he I'm will confident, start. I'm yeah. Confident. And I, I don't look. I don't want him to. I like being better than Man United, but he's gonna start firing. Mate, you're loads better than us at the moment. Wait, where cost? But um, but I think it's a great. I think it's a, well, not a great sign. I think it's a really smart sign. Do you know what I wish we had a time machine, a time machine, so we could go back and make Edison Cavani twenty five again. That's what I would love. That's what that's that. If if you ask me what my dream signing was, other than other than honest question, super stuff. Twenty five year old Edison Cavani. I loved him so much. Honest question, Cavani for another year or Wout Weghorst. Wow, I think Cavani. I think Cavani. I think Cavani got too disgruntled, and he's fit. I think Cavani got. Too, if if I could have <coughs> Cavani in Solskjaer's season or Weghorst now, Cavani every day of the week, every yeah. single day of the week. But if the option was extend Cavani's contract for another year or have about Weghorst, I would take Wout Weghorst because I think Cavani was pretty disgruntled. Yeah, by his nose got put out of place by Ronaldo with the number thing and stuff like that. Anyway, I right. just I just want to before we stop talking about Man United and we just spend two minutes talking about Arsenal before we talk about <laughs> who we, uh, <laughs> that was bitter it's, mate we don't need to talk about Arsenal bitter. it's really simple um, just out of interest I just wanted to make a comparison I, I wondered if you picked up on this as well two teams Arsenal Man United yeah yeah both had times and periods of well, it was dire yeah, you yeah. would admit it was dire End of last under Ranjik, yeah. Ranjik, Dyer, you know, last couple of seasons, maybe not necessarily last season. Arsenal, but when they came seventh a couple of years ago, the eighth, season after eighth, eighth. Is that after eighth. you won the FA Cup or did you win the FA eighth. Cup? We won season? the FA Cup that season when yeah, we finished. You were, we in finished the league, you were shocking. That we way, finished yeah. eighth twice on the bounce, yeah, and then fifth, right? Both of us get rid of two very high profile, high paid players, and it completely changes the team. It's mental, isn't it? It's mental. Don't ever tell me. I, don't, I I hate it when people say management these days isn't about man management. You are lo- you are kidding yourself. You're a liar. You are getting it. <laughs> you big <laughs> stiff idiot. <laughs> you see you, you're plum from Liverpool. I um I agree. I love Baldy. I love him. I absolutely love him because and yeah, without Without this sounding like I'm just trying to slag Arsenal off or slag anyone off because I'm going to slag Arsenal off a little bit, I do not I do not disagree that, that Arteta is very obviously a top manager, right? Very obviously now, top. which m- might not have been obvious eight months ago to some people, but he's obvi- but he is now, and even I might have questioned him a little bit. What I love about Ten Hag is I don't have to deal with the press conference bollocks that you get with Klopp blaming fucking everything. Arteta on the sidelines doing all of his bollocks. Pep coming up with like the quirky, random, kooky, I'm so kooky and random stuff that he comes out with. You just get, this is what is happening. This is it. He's not not particularly charismatic with the press, but I absolutely love that because I don't have to deal with, you know, it was the wind. Boom. Or... I've got the oh, fucking yeah, sure. I've got oh. the fucking light bulb guys or any of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? I don't right. no, I, don't sorry, fucking sorry. send for Arteta because no, I'm, he's unbelievable. But I yeah. I, I, I hate that. I hate well, I hate Klopp. I hate Klopp the most by a million miles. But the other two annoy oh, me. A little yeah, bit. for sure. Oh. A little a little bit they annoy me. But but, but what I will say, um, just going to talk a little bit about Arsenal before we talk about who we're going to be talking about today. Up the arse. Okay. Actually, no, no, not the arse. Seriously, um, obviously we're playing very well. 
I said to you before the World Cup, I said, I said to you, if 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 we finish if we finish top before we go to the World Cup, I'll be very very happy. I'll I'll be absolutely honest with you now, Josh. When Jesus got injured, I was one of the people that said, "That's it. We, yeah, you know, yeah. we're 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 going to start to fall away now. We're going to start to lose some games." I cannot believe we've won every game since the World Cup apart from the Newcastle game. That's insane. That is insane. And we've played, we've played some good sides. I think you are so good to watch, and I fucking hate it. But yeah, you're so good to watch. I think I honestly think either Bukayo Saka or Martin Odegaard are currently the best player in the Premier League. I I I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with it. Either I would not disagree with that. And I actually think I I think you're going to win the league. And I think the I said I I literally messaged you this after the, the yeah Zinchenko after you decision, not, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And I know that. Obviously, gutting and stuff like that, and he was he was on sides and yeah, whatever. But when decisions like that go your your way in games like that, and yep. it's not not it's not a cheat. It's not me going. Oh, they cheated! They cheated! No, they didn't cheat. But the margins being yep. that fine and you winning, that's the type of thing that wins. That's the type of thing when you win the league. It's um, it, it's almost like a. It, it sounds cheesy. It's like a sign, isn't it? Yeah, it's like when they say it's, it's championship form. That sort of that happens to champions. Championship form. I think West Brom. <laughs> Little Burn- West Brom. Burnley at the moment. Vincent oh, Company's doing an unbelievable job mate, with that club. What a mate! What a manager. Mate, have you seen that? I watched them the other night because everyone was like, "You've got to watch Burnley," and I said, "It's fucking Burnley. I'm not going to fucking sit there and watch Burnley." Mate, I watched 45 minutes of Burnley. They look. Uh, mate, they look like a Spanish side. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, and they got Super Scotty Twine. What a player! They are so good. Player. I, I really, and I really like Vincent Company as I well. Also, they're also sponsored by Classic Football Shirts, who oh, and I got a lot of time for that. Yeah, I got a lot of time for the fact there's stuff like that as well. They're a good club. Bash. <laughs> Bash. <laughs> so yeah, look, I, I'm not going to bang on about Arsenal too much because. To be honest, I want to get on with who we're talking to, uh, talking about today. Not let's, talking no, to. Let's, let's just let's right because we, 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 I feel like we brushed over it a little bit, right? Yeah. Not brushed over. We've gone through them too quickly because I don't want it to be. I don't want to feel like. Gary Do you know Neville. what it is, Josh? I don't want to feel Gary Neville about no, all this. No, 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 no. I take. He it needs to stop. Oh, by the way, mate. he I, needs mate, to stop. I love Gary Neville, but shut up, in it. Like, what, like it, Man United coming, Man United coming second, Arsenal coming third or fourth. Look, oh. I can rec- I can, I can, look. If he's turning around, put and the saying, crack pipe down, Gary. It, I can understand if he turns around and says Arsenal aren't going to win the league. I can get on board with that, to be honest with you. And I understand where he's coming from. And his argument for that is rooted in logic. We do have a history. We do have a history of getting towards the end of the season and tailing off massively when things get difficult. I know it's a very different side this year, but I understand where that's coming from. But please, Gary Neville, don't turn around to me or to anyone <laughs> else. <laughs> to you directly. Yeah, to me directly and Hello, say Lewis. that Man United are going to finish above us yeah, in the league. Cu- yeah, Gaz. And I on. like Man United this and year. I, I and love Gary Neville, but come off it. It's man. great to see them back, but just fucking shut your... I nearly swore. You want to say blood clot mouth, I, yeah, <laughs> I do, yeah, I do <laughs> want to say sh- that. Tell him to shut his blood clot He's mouth. He's a bumber ass, I swear. <laughs> oh my... God. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, right, just to come back to Arsenal, because I, like I said, I don't want to go on the Gary Neville side. The Gary Neville side. Oh, 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 Gary side. He's gone. Also, by the way, Burnley's announcement video, just so we're talking about Burnley, different level. Um, <laughs> he's unbelievable. But what I, what, what I, there are so many things that I, I've got to admit that I'm so impressed with. Saliba, 
I mean, the the, the way that Saliba twenty one, the way that Saliba has been handled has been something that I questioned as a uh, as I imagine a lot of people thought. Thought, why the fuck have Arsenal spent twenty seven million on centre back that never plays when they need centre backs, and he's been in the team of the season for Marseille last year, and now he's come back and he is unreal. Ben White at right back, unreal. Jacker and I Benny know you Blanco. Um, I fucking love him so much. I wouldn't. I I I would understand from a football pitch. I'd hate to talk to him. Benny I'd Blanco. Ha- I'd hate to talk to him. I feel like I wouldn't like him. He's like very like. Call me Benjamin. I've got a. Uh, I um don't even like football, but I just kind of play it because I'm just kind of really good. And I also liked fake turn and. Uh, yeah, I looked a bit leathery on the weekend, but yeah, so yeah. I actually really like that about him. Nah, fuck that. Um, and Xhaka, different like different kettle, different kettle of fish. The way he's been unbelievable, but Saka, mate, Saka, Saka's better. Right, Saka's better than Rashford. I'll say that. I'll, put, I'll hold my hands up and say that. And I and I think they're both very good. I'd put, I'd have them on the left and the right. But Saka, I don't, e- I don't even like it as a comparison to be honest. Saka, mate. I've never seen, I have not seen Luke Shaw's pants be so covered in shit by any player ever until he played. Mate, he was pooing himself, absolutely pooing his pants. I'll be, but I, but I don't blame him. I, why would I, why I would don't you blame, blame him? him? He's so direct, he's but so good. But I don't know why, right? I look at Saka play and <laughs> obviously I love him. Yeah, yeah, he's the best player at our club at the moment. I think yeah, on form, very closely maybe followed. Ode, maybe Odegaard, maybe very closely followed that's by that's Odegaard. A debate for another day, but it is close. a debate for another day. But I look at Saka and I think he's not that quick. He's not massively strong. No, no. How is it that he keeps on just turning people inside out? Yeah, yeah. I who doesn't like him? And who doesn't? That's, that's and that's the thing. He's also just a quality bloke. Yeah, he seems like a really good bloke. Who, like, literally, who does not like him? I, I, I mate, I, I watch him play. Ev- I watch him play every weekend, obviously, and I, I just, I see him play and just enjoy yourself. Yeah. And that's, I think that is, and I think that is it. He just, he doesn't. And the thing is, you would normally come up against someone like Luke Shaw, a really quality left back. Yeah. And 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 think, I'm gonna have a really tough game today. I don't think that ever crosses his I mind. I don't think he thinks about it until he's I on don't the pitch. Think ever. I don't think he even thinks about it on pitch. Luke Shaw Luke Shaw has probably been the best left back in the country this season. Maybe other than maybe other than Zinchenko. City haven't had anyone that's been particularly consistent. Maybe Ake. Ake's been good, but I wouldn't say he's been that consistent. Ake's not but they Mark have Ku- Mark Kuki Hair, Kuki Rayer is absolute oh, he's been shocking. So you're looking at he's the not top been shocking, he's just not he's just Big not Dan Burn to be fair, Big Dan Burn is the other person with a shout. Ridiculous. Mate, Big good. Dan Burn has been very oh good. My but God. Shaw well Shaw I'm fine. I would say Shaw, Dan Burn, Zinchenko have been the best three. And he's playing. Zinchenko against one plays of them. in midfield most of the time. To be fair, Dan Burn pocketed him. The nil nil Dan Burn pocketed him to be yeah. fair. But hold on a minute. For the first 15 minutes, Newcastle turned up, thought actually they could have a go at us, realised that actually, if we do this, we're in big trouble, and shut up shop after 15 minutes, so which, good, to be honest, at the Emirates is smart. Yeah, oh, mate, mate they're, like, they um, got a point from us. Like, we, we, if, if we could have done, mate, how good was the Premier League so far, I could spend, the, I, I, they are they are a good, good, good side. I love some of their players, mate. Bruno Gimaraes, just I love watching that guy play. But, but I think Bob. I think if we had a team, I think if you had a Premier League team this season, now Botman would probably be in it as well. From the two games of Newcastle, the two games is good games. as well. Skit. What Fabian Shaw? Skit. Skit. Shaw. 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 Sounds like a posh person, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Fabian Shaw. Fabian Shaw. So then we got Mokia Charger. Right. Let's go on to. Let's right. Fucking hell. Twenty-seven minutes. Chad shit already. But listen. 
Um, this isn't why we're here. It's been a great Premier League season so far. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing different teams compete. Um, and I have really, really enjoyed um, Liverpool and Chelsea being shit. Oh, it's fucking unbelievable, isn't it? I fucking shit. love it. On it, right. I got got to be a bit quiet because my missus is also. Oh in the my house. god! What is that right. accent you're putting on? Oh, I need to be a bit fucking right. quiet. The the old literally didn't say that. No, you right. did. Your voice. I got to be a bit quiet because the missus quiet. Now, missus is next door, boy. Because the missus is in the house and she is a very very avid Chelsea fan. But I'm just gonna say this very quietly. Yeah. Excuse me. Chelsea is shit. <laughs> yeah, I hate Chelsea. Well, you put Chelsea, yeah. Fuck Chelsea. <laughs> They're not shit. Right, actually, I don't hate Chelsea, but I'm glad they're not doing so well. Yeah. So I'm glad man. they're not doing so well. Yeah, so. And man. Liverpool. Right, Josh. Oh, I hate it, mate. Gakpo. <laughs> I mate, he might come good. I don't care if he does come good because I'm enjoying the four or five games because we were desperate for him and now he's in. It's a shame dog. that he's gone there because I actually really like him as a player. Yeah, same. Right, no, not anymore. Keep talking shit. Right, Joshy, Joshy, Dude Brothers. <laughs> so, Ren, who are we talking about today? Right, you big sexy bloke. Twenty-nine minutes of bullshit. Okay, here we go, mate. How good? Fucking all right, Davina. <laughs> Do you want another one, <laughs> mate? How good was Rui Costa? Ah. For me, we all know my thoughts and feelings on Rui Costa because I basically talk about him every podcast. And yeah. it's a big certain fat-headed, <laughs> big stupid fat-head who will be listening to this. <laughs> and you listen to me. I will lick his arsehole because he deserves it. All right? Yeah. You you were hungry. You haven't eaten. I've said this. You haven't Mate, eaten for three days because you were ready to lick um, chow down. I'm absolutely hank. He is. He's a wizard, Harry. He's a fucking wizard, he Harry. Wizard. Right. Let's talk about him, Josh. Right. Do, we, do you want to do... Mate, how nice is this, by the way? Do you want to do your segment, The Tale of the Tape? I'll do The Tale the of the Tape. tape. Yeah! I've got, fr- got it there in front of me. And I'm going to read a couple out here that um, that I feel like are quite important to him. Do you want me to get another beer, by the way? Um, the I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you sorry, what. Sorry. Sorry for such a... Oh, fucking hell, bruv. Do you want me to get another I'll tell you fucking what. beer? I've actually come prepared. I've got my gin and... Do you mind if I go get another beer? You go and get another beer right. while I it do this. It won't make any noise tape. will it was on the table. What do you mean? Well, no, of course it won't. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, All right, then. Brilliant. He can't just leave silently or, or well. Right, ladies and gents, here's Taylor the Tate. We're talking about Rui Costa. Rui Costa, ladies and gents... Um, no, I'm fine, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> you know when I said my missus was in the house? She's just really, really sweetly come in and asked if I wanted a drink. And Rui Costa, my ladies and gents. My fucking missus is in the house. The <sighs> Sorry. But wait, 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 wait. <sighs> I'm going to clip that up, and that's going to be one of our transitional <laughs> things there. Um, the recipient of many honours, and what well, I say many honours, actually, it's really, really good honours, I feel like. Oh, God, I'm crackling. Some really good honours, I feel like. So let's start off. His boyhood club, his his most beloved Benfica. Yeah. What does the S and L stand in for Benfica? What does it stand for? Sporting Lisboa. Oh, obviously yeah. that explains the rivalry a little bit. Ew. 
Um, so his most beloved Benfica, um, his boyhood club, and obviously he returns later there in his career, um, won a fair bit with them. Um, so he won the league with them in 93-94. Um, I'm not sure how much of a part he had to play in that. I think he made a few appearances in that season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for your contribution there. Um, Fiorentina was where he spent, obviously, the majority of his career. We've spoken yeah. a little bit about his stint at Fiorentina when uh, he linked up with our beloved Batigol. I've got, I've got Batigol socks on. Look. He's actually not even kidding. Oh, bass. my I've God. Socks on. Cause it, cause of, where did we you get them? Uh, classic football shirts. Please, classic football shirts, give us a subscription. Please, 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 please. We love please. you. Please, 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 please. We will talk about your, your business for hours on end. You are the monopoly. Please let we us be love it. The duopoly. <laughs> His beloved Fiorentina, Coppa Italia, Super Coppa Italiana, um, won two Super Coppa. Uh, so, sorry, won two Coppa Italias, ninety five, ninety six, two thousand, two thousand one. Um, spent the majority of his career there before he was sold. Um, who was he sold with, Josh? Oh wow! Who was he sold with? No idea. You don't know who no he was idea. sold with. We'll come back to that a little bit oh, later. You little bitch. No, That's we'll come back to that. A little bit. It, it was. A, it was <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, no, you little bitch. Actually, he was due to be sold as a pair with someone else, but they not ended up. Goal. No, it's not Batty Goal. No, no, no. They actually. Brian Laudrup. No, it wasn't Laudrup. They actually ended up going their separate ways. One went to Inter Milan. Oh, Francesco to Toldo. There yes, you go. Yes, He's did. found it. Because sorry, you were scratching around for that, weren't you? Because the player he has. Oh, actually, no, I'm shut up. I'm shut up because it's one of my questions. I need to reveal one of my questions. Yeah. then. and you know how he feels about revealing one of his questions. Oh, fuck. AC Milan's. AC Milan, League, 2003-2004, Coppa Italia, 2002-2003, Super Coppa Italiana. Sorry, here we go. It's the Champions! Champions League, 2002-2003. And runners-up, 2004-2005. He played in that fateful night in Istanbul. Um, He's not looking good, bruv. Won Super Cup 2003 as well. What side that is, by the way. Oh, how did they lose that game? It's like, well... How did they lose that game? This is how football. This is how even when earlier when we were saying about party and Casemiro swapping sides, it's because football just doesn't work that way. It's not as simple as eleven good players make sure that you win. It just doesn't work. Ooh, <laughs> um, no, it doesn't, and it doesn't matter. Like, I I love talking to, I like talking to the younger generation about football because they really do think it works like FIFA. No, nah, it doesn't, does it? It's crazy, isn't it? No. Can I also just come in with a mental statistic, right? One of the most mental statistics I found while looking at Rui Costa, and it's just while you... you, you <laughs> that wasn't a fart, by the way. Um, he's played a hundred times with Thomas Repka. What the... F- <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Mate, imagine, Are you serious? Imagine fucking chalk and cheese as footballers. It's over a hundred <laughs> times he's played with Thomas Repka. Thomas Repka played for Fiorentina for fucking years before he went to West Ham. Could you imagine Thomas Repka and Rui Costa on the piss together? Could I reckon it'd be a good night out. I'd be a, I, Thomas Repka, Rui Costa would be Croy turning girls, and Thomas Repka would be fighting bouncers. Nah, Rui Costa would be sat there like drinking like a nice like Montepulciano, like a nice red wine. Oh, hello! Yeah, yeah, you like that, didn't you? The old fighting Montepulciano <laughs> boy. He'd be there like that, and fucking Repka would be sat in there, pint of Stella, <laughs> easy. Nah, pint of that uh, the cobble. You know the one with the goat. Yes. One, <laughs> <laughs> or skull, <laughs> a skull, <laughs> skull, please. <laughs> Bash. <laughs> oh my god! We're, shout we're, out, Big John. Yeah, and Tom Skinner. Shout out you two. Yeah. So you lovely, lovely people. I just want to do a little bit about um, his Portugal career. Obviously, we know famously he was runner-up in two thousand four. Um, like it, oh, mate. Unlucky indeed. Um, 
And we'll talk about the quarterfinal game against England because, mate, he scored an unbelievable goal in that game. Why you look too happy about it? I'm not. I'm not celebrating one single goal against my bloody England. All right. Well, but to be fair, that, do you remember that game? Do you remember yeah. how mad that was in extra time? Yeah, Ricardo. Yeah, and then fucking Lampard scores five minutes later, oh, and we're thinking, oh, that's it. Lampard. We're back in it. Bosh penalties. <laughs> See you oh, later. Right, we need to stop saying bosh. I can't help it now. <laughs> it's in my. It's in my vernacular. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. That's a brilliant word, young man. Vernacular. You were saying to me earlier, and I, I was going to read it out here, but I actually want to pass over to you on this one. His proudest moment as a footballer. His proudest moment as a footballer. I watched a documentary on him talking about being at Benfica and coming back to Benfica. And he said that the proudest moment as a footballer was when he won the Under-19 World Cup with Portugal. I haven't looked to the side. And I can't say something because it's going to be one of my questions about them. Under-20s World Cup, by the way. Under-20 World Cup, that's what I meant. Sorry. <coughs> he was 19. He was 19. He yeah. was. Pay- he said he was playing for uh, Faf or is it Fafé? I think he's, Faf? he says Faf. Yeah, Faf. Oh, but Faf, which doesn't mean fit as fuck. Faf, <coughs> as in some Portuguese side that I've never heard of. He said he was playing in front of five anywhere between five hundred and three thousand a week. Played the final at Estadio de Luz, Stadium of Light, in Benfica or in Lisbon at Benfica's grounds. He said he used to pay five hundred three thousand. Said there was a hundred thirty thousand people there. He said that they were, it was against Brazil, Brazil, unbelievable side, and he scored the winning spot kick. Amazing. And he said it was the b- most, it was the proudest moment of his life because uh, he, j- he said he was so overwhelmed, 130,000. How amazing is that? He goes on to achieve loads in his career and that was his proudest yeah, moment. What I really like that. Oh, like, I love him. Like, I, th- I, when I watched that documentary before I did anything else and I was like, oh, I love him. There's something really genuine about that, him. isn't there? I yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll come back to that documentary when Mate, we talk about the the guy's won the Champions League. Yeah. He said this more. He said it's better than the Champions League. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, I'll come back to the documentary at the end when we talk about the end of his career. But oh, I love just it. a couple of things I just want to put uh, just just to put to you here as well. He is in um, FIFA 100. Just on the FIFA 100, by the way, we haven't acknowledged it in this podcast. But uh, for those of you who don't know, the FIFA 100 is basically the 100 greatest living players named by um, who was um, the ultimate living legend um, Pele. R.I.P. Who's sadly no longer with us, and you know I don't. We don't need to sort of take too long in this podcast to recognise what an amazing amount he did for football. But like, yeah, he he basically named a hundred footballers that are still living, and and um, Rui Costa is, is is one of the people that Pele named. Yeah. Maybe in the future we we could do a bit of a homage to Pele. Yeah. Because although we weren't fortunate enough to be alive to watch him play football, he's um you know every single football player from young and old talks about him every you know all the time yeah, so we were we were also we umdenied about doing one about viali didn't we also rip viali oh uh, yeah because because uh, Via- viali the the everything that happened i watched a couple of interviews i got a bit emotional while i was watching the interview and stuff like that. no one had a bad word to say about the bloke but it's almost like we don't what i would hate the thought that we are going to do something like that in the hope of trying to get a like, like, as in, like, oh, I hope a few more people follow no, us no, no, because no. we're going to talk about someone that's if, dead. Like, if, I feel if proper we, shitty, so we just kind of decided against you're it. You're right. I think if we did something on Viali, it would be a little bit of a different tone as well. Yeah, 100%. I, I think, yeah. So, we're not going to talk about... Um, let's, right, look, right. We're not going to talk about right, Jean-Luc too yeah, much. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, but I, I thought it was worth a mention, actually. 100%. Because, let's, yeah. let's stick to our bread and butter this. Right. So, bread and butter this. <laughs> to be honest with you, Josh, I don't know how you feel about this podcast, talk to but... Me. I feel like um, talking about his career is fine. 
Okay, like obviously that he had some big moments in his career. I just want to talk a little bit about him as a player. And I said to you before we started the podcast today, um, we were driving home from work, um, back to my gaff. Oh, Mike, the missus, my fucking gaff. <laughs> you know how it is, mate. Busy. The old fucking geezer's boy on the old fucking can. Strong, get up, get up. I said to you, I said, I'm going to say this, Rui Costa, and you said, and you stopped me, and you said, before you say anything... Oh, yeah. oh shit, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. You said, before you say anything, I'm going to stop you there because you're about to make some sensationalist claim. <laughs> and I said, you know what, you're right. And I said, look, he's not my favourite player of all time because yeah. my favourite player of all time, as some of my friends will know, um, who I talk to about football, is Clarence Seydorf. Ooh. But he is probably my favourite player to watch. Of all time, he. What do you think, Josh? Will, well, some of my some of my questions are going to go into looking at the stats and his stats and stuff like that. And there, w- w- there's a theme. We we have a theme of a footballer, don't we? Yeah. We, we like goal scorers or Mavericks, mm. and he definitely comes under the thing of Maverick. But to watch, I mean, the bloke could do everything. He could literally do everything, and it's not going to be. It's not everything in the sense of it's going to be particularly uh, particularly productive at all points. Like he's not going to get you loads of goals or anything like that at all. We, well, in fact, we're going to talk about his goals at some point. He's not going to get you loads of goals at all. But he's just so good to watch. Why? Why do you watch football? You don't watch. You, you don't watch exactly. football. Exactly. You, you don't watch football to. You don't watch football for hard workers, do you? You, you like. You're not. You you're, look. You're not going to go and buy a match day ticket to watch White Wake Horse, are you? <laughs> That's actually quite tight. Yeah, I would. Yeah, fine. You're not fine. You're not buying. You're not buying your matchday ticket to go watch Diogo Dalot. Great right back. Works his bollocks off. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, uh, he's a great player. He's a great. I agree player. with you completely. You're not gonna. You're not gonna buy your matchday tickets to go and watch Carlos Puyol, for example. I'm not buying a matchday ticket to go watch Carlos. Carlos Puyol. But I'm thinking that Barcelona side. But yeah. Paying, obviously, this is this is different because they are productive. I'm paying a matchday ticket every day of the week to watch Xavi, Iniesta, but uh, not Busquets. Well, maybe a little I bit. Xavi, yeah, well. so do I. Xavi, Iniesta, Neymar. Messi, Suarez. Yeah. They, those, you, you know what I mean. You start, you start. Look, and we we spoke about it in the very first in our very first podcast. Stardust is is the, is the phrase I like to coin here. It, oh, lovely! It sells two thousand five hundred dollars on Pokemon as well, by the way. Does it? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Sorry. <laughs> and I think about um, I just think about when I was growing up. Okay, and so what? How? So in like two thousand four, when I was watching that Euros, I was eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I was watching that Euros. And I remember, I don't know if you remember this yet, but I remember distinctly, mate, he, Rui Costa had this in the locker all the time. And I don't know how he did it. Because you know when players like catch on to like what, what you know, yeah, yeah. you know when, when players do something, mate, he sold this thing so well. So he would, he would stand the player up and he would pull the ball back with his studs. He'd roll the ball back with his studs, right? And the player would read it, but I don't know how he would do it. He would sell it every single time so well. He'd roll the ball back, knock it behind his left foot, and just fucking absolutely disappear off Ball into the that. ether. And it, but he would do it like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. And I just I remember I was and I watched back a couple of clips as as we were preparing for this podcast. I was watching him. I was like, that is just like it's not even a particularly difficult thing to do. But it's he's how he sold it every time. I th- I think it's lazy to to just say 
to just go, yep, he's just like Raquel May. But he has that something that that a player like Raquel May has that is special. Yeah, it's special, and you you can't. Yeah. You, it's not quantifiable. It's not a quantifiable thing. And what the more we, the more I sort of watched him when I was looking into it, the more I thought, what a good bloke as well. Do you yeah. know when he when he went when he went to Fiorentina, he went to Fiorentina because uh, he wanted to give Benfica more money. So Fiorentina had bought Fiorentina bought. So they went. They got. Uh, if you've listened to our Batch Stewart podcast, you know this. Batch Stewart went down with them, but then they came back up, and they wanted to do a big rebuild. So they bought Rui Costa and Brian Laudrup. But Barcelona had also come in for Rui Costa, but they didn't offer as much as Fiorentina. So he said yes to Fiorentina over Barcelona yep. because he knew it would save or help. I think it was actually. T- I think he's used the word save Benfica. What a fucking bloke! And to save his boyhood club is unbelievable. Well, and w- y- you know he. The speech he gave when he left Benfica, y- y- you watched that documentary. Oh, mate, unbelievable. I mean... did you do, you do you know who spotted him? Do you know who spotted him at Benfica as who? well? Eusebio. Fucking They did a trial day. They invited 500 kids. They invited. Any, they basically said to anyone, come down and have a trial. Eusebio ran... Eusebio, obviously, I don't know, it was, obviously wasn't the scout, but ran the trial day. They gave 500 kids uh, 10 minutes each to have an 11-a-side game against each other, and he got pulled off after a few minutes... And they were like, he's he's that he's him. Could you imagine? They thought they thought they initially thought he thought that he was like, oh, they're saying now he's not good enough. But they were like, no, he is him. Could you imagine being a young Portuguese kid and the greatest player your country has ever seen? And I'm still going to say that, by the way, the greatest player your country has ever seen pulls you off and says, "You are quality. You're the guy." That'd be like me and you going for trials wherever. Right, and someone like pff, I, don't, I don't even fucking know Rooney. some someone like Paul Scholes hooking us and saying you're fucking all right, you not bad that not bad that no nah, Paul Scholes would be so blasé about it though yeah he would he? yeah that were good that were all right absolutely but you would be buzzing yeah wouldn't you? Be over, yeah oh, oh yeah. my god oh yeah that make your day oh yeah my day would be made baby at the moment mate you're just getting your manager <laughs> your manager giving the old text saying. <laughs> No boozing the night before. <laughs> and I'm boozing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Luckily, we've had frozen pizza the last couple of weeks. Low, lads. Oh, shit. It's time for the weekend, baby. Right. Anyway, should, th- we, should we talk a little bit? About, like, so We've spoken a lot about him. Let's talk a little bit about his career. So, Fiorentina, uh, they are a good side. They're trying to push. They're trying to push. They're trying to get their closest to the league. Problem is, they've got Thomas Repka at the back. And God <laughs> bless Thomas Repka, <laughs> all right? God bless Thomas Repka. Drinking you, skull. <laughs> you went winning a league with Thomas Repka at the back. You're not winning a, a top league, especially at that point as a top league. No midfield, no defenders. You know when people say, no, like, no something, just vibes. That is yeah. Fiorentina on that side. No defence, just vibes. Serves you right for Muscat, that. <laughs> Serves you right for Muscat. <laughs> We're in London. <laughs> so, basically, Rui Costa, Batistuta, together, are unbelievable. I mean, Unbelievable. it is a match made in heaven, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You give you give one of the most clinical and decisive finishers in world football history, um, one of the most creative and productive attacking midfielders in football history. What? What do you got? <laughs> yeah. What are you buying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, stranger. <laughs> you've got hundreds of goals. Yeah. Is you what have. you've got. Right, I... 
I'm just going to come on to goals because I feel like this is something that can't be ignored, right? Are you talking about his goals now? Yeah. I'm so glad you are because I've written a little thing here. Go on, you, right. do, you, you say, I'm so, so glad. Well, at Fiorentina, his highest scoring season for Fiorentina is 10. His highest scoring. Right. Right. We'll go on to Milan afterwards, but his highest scoring season is 10. Yeah. That is... that. Isn't he that didn't score goals. He doesn't score. He doesn't he, score he's goals. He's a centre attacking midfielder, a cam for short. For fuck's d- sake. <laughs> oh yeah, he's basically like a cam. Yeah, basically a cam, my, mate. Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah, my not. mate plays CDM and I play cam, but I play Rubber as well. Yeah. Can you not, play Rubber? Um, you're, not, you're not a cam. You're a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> big time. Tiny dick energy. Um, but he's a he's a he's, well, he's a number ten. He's a number ten that just doesn't score goals, which is fucking weird. And you would have thought, obviously, that's that's one of the things in number 10, isn't it? Obviously, productivity and creativity is what you want a number 10 to do, yeah. but also you want decent goal, goal return and goal contributions. Yeah, 10 is the most he scored in the season for Fiorentina. Can I the, talk to you league. a little bit about his goals? Yeah. Because he scored two types of goals exclusively, right? <laughs> okay. I'm exclusively. If you wa- He scored a couple of headers, but if you watch his goals back, he scored two types of goals exclusively. Yeah. The first ones, okay, every single time, at a certain height, right, just lifts it over the keeper. Decent Lo- amount of lovely. power. Lovely. Yeah, decent amount of power, and it's always like, like roof of the net height. Oh no, <laughs> keeper. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Ah. <laughs> it's Sorry. like Fabian Bartes just watching them all go in. I didn't call you Baldy Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> the other type of finish, which I love watching, mate. He kept so many of his goals on the deck. Oh. I mate, love I, it. Mate, I love it as well. I love seeing it. It takes a certain type of player to be able to do that. Just there. like, and it was like, do you know um, do you know the way, and I know you don't like him because he's obviously from Liverpool, but do you know the way Steven Gerrard used to do that low driven pass along the deck? He used to like hit the ball into the ground. Do you remember how he used to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he used to score goals like that. And if you watch back some of Rui Costa's goals, mate, so many of them are just like, yeah, just rolling it in. From sort of like twenty three yards out, just absolutely driving one bottom corner. Mate, what a player! And like the keepers, there, like, and you look at it and you think keepers got to do better, but it's just a ridiculous technique. Yeah. It's so good to watch. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a couple of my? So we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll you just on your burp, aren't you? Yeah, away from the microphone. I'm like so. Alex Ferguson. So he um. So let's say he's gone to Milan now. He's gone to Milan. He's won what he's won. He's gone to Milan. Yeah. Right. Here's, here's a mental thing, right? He swaps Batistuta. So a number 10 swaps Batistuta for Inzaghi, right? Oh, no. So Inzaghi goes to there. Yeah. Batistuta swapped Rui Costa as number 10 for Totti. And Inzaghi has swapped his number. T- his, his new number 10 is Rui Costa. His old number 10 was? Oh, I can't remember. I know. Zidane. He came from Juve. So oh all of them, Lord all, all, mercy. all of them have like gone in a circle. And uh, do you know what Inzaghi said about him, Rui Costa, when he when he signed? Go he on. said Rui Costa's better than Zidane. He said he was better than Zidane. Fuck off! It's not right. It's not right. I know you love him. It's not right. But he said he's better than Zidane, mate. He's not better than mate. Zidane. That's not our words, though. No, I know, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, he's yeah, that comes from someone who knows. No, he's not better than Zidane. Anyway, what do you mean, though? Right. But he said so it was. Can we go back to the goal? Can I go back to the goals thing, right? Because this is right. Insane. You go back to the goals right, thing. So at Milan. He's there for five seasons. Yep. Three of the five seasons he's there, yep. he does not score a league goal. How fucking mental is that? 
Do you know what pisses me off though? I can't find, for the love of me, his um, assist statistics. Right, I can. I can. Right, can I can you? Tell you. Right, here's a mental thing for you. In five years at Milan, across all competitions, he scores eleven goals. Yeah. He scores. He gets over four times as many assists. That's. I'm insane. not going to give you the exact number because it's one of my questions later. <laughs> but he gets over four that. times as many assists. But this is what I'm saying. So it, you've got to weigh it up, haven't you? If yeah. if if you are if you're someone you got Pippo and Zaggy and fucking Andrei Shevchenko in front of you, what they're you gonna, gonna score your goals. What yeah, you, yeah. What else are you gonna do? He's gonna be fine. Yeah, like you're, gonna, you're yeah. gonna score goals with with that attack. But he's also but if you got Rui Costa and fucking Clarence Seydorf behind you, absolutely demolishing pricks left, right, and centre. Gattuso and Perlo as well. Oh my god! I just. That team, when you keep reeling off the players in that team, ridiculous. But uh, don't you find this really weird, right? And don't you find it really weird that, well, one thing I said at the beginning of the season, I'm going to come back to is I said Isco, Isco will not score. Isco won't play over 20 times for, for um, Sevilla this season. He's gone. Yeah, he got released. He got, he got released. released. You, you said, you called and it. This, don't you find it really weird that there's something that we don't see as football fans that maverick footballers like him just fade. They fade, but they fade in like a weird way. So, like at Milan, Kaka came in and he was done. He only played sort of twenty-five games a season. Yeah. Like, like I mean, Özil was unbelievable yeah. for Arsenal, and then he's done. He's like yeah. that. Something clicks, and he's done. He says, that, "Mate, he was very hit and miss, Özil for Arsenal." I think people have got a short memory. Mesut yeah, Özil had Mesut Özil went amazing season, shit season, amazing season. Yeah, shit true. season. I, but there's something that what what is it that makes those? But Pavel Nedved retired at twenty-eight. No, he didn't. Oh no, sorry, Marco, Marco van, van Basten retired. At yeah, but it was injury. Was it though? Yeah, I yeah he it was, was injured. But, but yeah, what I, what I what there are so many maverick, skillful players that just don't do it consistently, and I want to know why. The only person I can think of who, I, who uh, in modern football that I would say is I won't go even go as far as a maverick, but I'd say is an absolute, that type of player. Ab, not even that type of player is an absolute joy to watch. But is completely consistent and is very productive. Mares, Mares is so produ- Mares is so good to you're watch. Missing, that you're missing someone very I, very key here. Oh, like De Bruyne or no, Odegaard or something Lionel like that. Messi. Yeah, well, Messi. Yeah, but Messi is a different planet. There's no point. I I, I wouldn't put yeah. Messi in that conversation because he's from a different planet. He but is from a different planet. You're right. Mares is so. I fucking love Riyad Mares. Yeah, so do I. I love that. I love the type of footballer that's got everything about. Like he's, he's got everything. He has. He's so tricky, so skillful. But he works his bollocks off, and he's super. He's really productive. What I like about him as How well. How many people does that happen with regularly? What I like about Mares as well. It's the same trick every time. Oh, and it, it's right. but he works every time. Right, I'm telling you now, if Anthony can use his right foot and do the same thing he does, he's not going to be as good as Mares. But he he needs to give he, the he boy needs, time. He's he, going to he be needs, good. He needs to bring that type of thing. Anyway, back to Rui Costa. I he, just want to say something about Rui Costa. Go on. Okay. When you watch him play. One of the things I love about watching footballers like him, okay, is the way he beats players without breaking stride. Oh, it's just mate, deception, it's like mate. Off, isn't it? It's just amazing. Oh Play- my god! Players that, beat, players that beat other players without trying, mate. I would. My, I've said this before. My dream would to be would be to be a half-ass footballer that was unbelievable. That's my dream. It just like I'm it's the opposite, like, but like we obviously we spoke about Raquel, mate. But it's just like. It, it doesn't have, like, Costa doesn't have anything in terms of physicality or pace. But, mate, he just glides past players yeah, every does. time. The balance on the ball is just ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. he can move like, he can just deceive people. Yeah, You know, faint one way, move the other way, easy. Right. Fantastic move past the player. I just, I think he's unbelievable. And can we just come to 
His football boots. Oh, mate. Can we just come to his hair? He's gorgeous. Oh, he's a handsome man. Oh, mate. I've got here. Look, you can confirm this, Josh. <laughs> Batty goal. Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, as I look at my notes, there's right, one bullet right, point that right, just I'm, says... I'm also going to tell you, right? Handsome. Right, Lewis's notes are 10 words, individually spaced out. Look at mine. <laughs> I've written war and peace. Um, but there's my questions including there. Right. We spoke for quite long. I think we're going to have to start, like... We're going to have to start wrapping it up. But can I just... So, so can we just... Sorry, cause let's just go through the, 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 the last parts of it. So, AC Milan, he's playing in front of these people. Uh, towards the end of his time as AC Milan, he says, can I leave and you don't make me... I want to go back to Benfica and don't charge them a fee. So, because of him, he what goes to Benfica on a guy, free. Man. He goes to Benfica on a free. I love him so much. He goes there on a free. Doesn't he could have had more money at Sporting Lisbon? He said he'd never play for Sporting Lisbon. Obviously, he could. They wanted him to stay, but he was like, "No, I'm going on a free," which he, he's unreal from him, right? In his last game, what guy? In his last game for Benfica, right? So he was there for another three seasons. In his last game for Benfica, they took him off just before the end so he'd get a stand innovation. They let his kids come on. His kids come on, hugged him as he was leaving the pit. This is from the documentary. His kids come on and they're hugging him on the pitch. At the end of the game, they put a mic in front of his mouth. He said, I didn't know they were going to say it to him. Do you know what he said? Instead of crying, I'm smiling because it's finished where I dreamed it would. Because he was in the state of You've got goosebumps, didn't you? Mate, honestly, I have. I really that have. Is, that, I really, really have. That, he said it was the happiest day of his life, but also the saddest day of his life. But what a fucking and that, And that highlights to me... That I, do you know what? Do you know what that does for me in terms of? I think football needs these days more of that. Yeah, that's what, what we a, need. We what need a guy! More of that. He's gone and played three seasons at his boy club for 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 not tuppence, but next to nothing. And do you know what? Everyone everyone slags off Harry Kane for not leaving Tottenham, right? Oh, he should move somewhere else and win a trophy yeah, and do this yeah. and that. But listen, that's his club. Yeah, yeah, that's the club he loves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Matt Letizia loves Southampton. It's yeah, a club yeah. he loves. Latiz- yeah, but right, I'm not, I'm not, I can't talk about Matt Letizia in a positive light after watching that interview with Nigel Farage. Oh, where he was like, right, well, uh, Mr. Woke, Gareth Southgate wouldn't have me in. And he looks so smug, and Nigel Farage's like, ooh, Gareth Southgate. Shut up, you pair of plums. Let's have it right, though. Matt Letizia oh, he could a do great, whatever he wanted with a football. He was a, gr- he was a great footballer. He was a great Look footballer. God. But once he left the pitch, I'd, if someone said I taped his mouth shut or something like that, so he never had to It would be again. ideal. It would be. Maybe some people are thinking the same about us. Maybe. Maybe Matt Letizia thinks so about us. If he listens. Matt, if you're listening, shut it. Shut it, you rat. Before we close and before you commence with your questions, uh-huh. I'd just like to say one thing. Talk to me. If, look, the England quarterfinal was the England quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I'd just like to say the part he played in that quarterfinal, what a goal. Yeah. yeah. What, what, I, hurt, what a goal. No, not, not it hurts because I'm, I'm not... I'm not a two-year-old. I've got an emotional regulation, but I'd rather just not talk about it. Nah, what, <laughs> what a goal. And look, penalties is always a lottery, but oh my word. Yeah. What a finish. Mm-hmm. Respect. Right, Josh. Respect, bub. Hit me with your best questions right, about Rui Costa. Here's not a question, but here's a fact. Here's, an, well, here's one that I haven't made before. What has Rui Costa got more of? Yellow cards in his professional career, this is. Yellow cards or goals? What's he got more of? Yellow cards or goals? Mm, I don't know if you're trying to be clever here and trying to stitch me up into saying question, mate. yellow cards, goals. Yeah, it is. 74 yeah. goals, 51 yellow cards. Yeah. Because right. you've got 26 goals for Portugal in 94 games. Yep. Unreal. Uh, th- oh, sorry. This is 
So yeah, that doesn't does that include four hundred ninety eight. No, that games, doesn't by the way. that doesn't include. Is this is just sorry? It is. Uh, it is. Fucking hell, I've lost my voice here. That's not international, right? Who did he get right? Here's here's the f- here's the first question. Also, he played with um Di Maria. That's mental, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. How has he got the longevity to play with Di Maria? Anyway, who did he get more assists for, Fiorentina or Milan? Um, I'm trying to think of how many seasons um Batistuta was at Fiorentina for while while he was he there. If Batistuta was there every season, they left every the same season. It's got to be Fiorentina. So then. he played for Fiorentina. Mate, he, for played for, he played 215 league games for Fiorentina, and he played 124 for Milan. Who did he get more assists for? It's got to be Fiorentina. It's not. Are you fucking serious? He's got 45 Fiorentina, 47 for Milan. Remember, he had Shevchenko and Inzaghi in front of that him. That is true, to be fair. That is true. Yeah, so... Just an all-round better quality tied, isn't it? Right, here's a mad question. Here's a mad one. Who scored more goals for AC Milan and Benfica combined this millennium? Adel Tarat or Rui Costa? Well, you're saying it's a mad one. It's yeah. got to be Adel Tarat. Nope, got ya. <laughs> got him! So, uh, so Adel Tarat was on loan at AC Milan and scored four goals while he was there on a, on a six-month loan. And Rui Costa scored four goals. League goals, this is. What a player, by the uh, way, Rui Adel Costa, Tarat. Rui Costa, nine, Adel Tarat, six. Right. True or false, the player he played the most with was Gabriel Batistuta. Hmm. <sighs> Batstu had did he, he had a couple of injuries, didn't he? Did he have I'm gonna say f- f- true. False. Rat. Batstu was second. Was he? Who was first? I nearly revealed this earlier. Who went to Inter Milan from Fiorentina? Goalkeeper. You said his name earlier. Francesco Toldo. He's played. Mo- he played. Was it? Played two hundred sixty-five times with Francesco Toldo across all comps. Really? I yeah. suppose he would have started every, every game, game, wouldn't he? he? Yeah. Right. Here's a question. In the iconic photo of Rui Costa in San Siro when the flares are going off, who is he stood next to? Oh my god. Um. Mate, I d- no. I don't know. Marco Matarazzi. Oh, you. have Fucking rat, I knew. No, you didn't, because you said I don't know you. No, I should have just said it. I didn't want to sound like a tit in front of everyone. (laughs) In front of all of our 10 listeners. Yeah, (laughs) in front of my MacBook. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this this one's a... Well, anyway. Carlos Quiroz has managed both Rui Costa and Cristiano Ronaldo. Suey! For Portugal's senior side. Yeah, must have been. False. Carlos Quiroz was the manager of the under twenties and didn't manage him when he was he was retired by the time that they were they were he was at the port he was Portugal manager, but he managed Ronaldo. So he Carlos Quiroz has managed both of them for Portugal, but not for the senior but side. But not for the senior side. Not for the senior side. Christian right. Ronaldo. And the last question is Rui Costa once stuck a ping pong paddle to his dick with superglue. Yeah, and he ended up having a game of ping pong against Ronaldo while Ronaldo was at Inter Milan and he was at Fiorentina and he won the game five four and Ronaldo at the end said, "You bloody twat! That's really pissed me off." That buck too fuck. That's something he definitely would have said. Hundred percent true. Yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> joking I am. Joking he is. False, ladies and gents. 
Right, we need to do two more things. Overrated, underrated. Let's not even waste our time. Oh, my bloody... Come on, we're skipping, we're skipping. Uh, underrated, underrated, uh, underrated, underrated. Underrated. My, one of my favourite players to watch ever. Right, cost. This is where I think we might disagree. Cost. Day and age. This day and age. <laughs> day and age. Day, day and age. age. <laughs> this day and age. Right, this day and LeBron age. LeBron James. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a cu- this is I've had a couple of beers now. Mate, same. I've had a few. <laughs> I've, I've let the fun begin, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cost. You need a creative midfielder who's gonna. He's productive in assists. Okay, I'm mate. This is the sort of player that goes for bucks. <laughs> bucks. 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 Maybe this is like what is this our like fake version of Bosch? Bucks. This is the sort of player that goes for loads of money. Luxury player, uh, mate. I'm gonna say, phew, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say, ready. I'm gonna say, this is got Liverpool written all over <laughs> it, right? It's got the, it's got the fucking scousers written all over it, right? Because he's such a technical player, and I'm gonna say, 136.4 <laughs> million. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree with you any less. Uh, what do I you mean? Agree. I thought you were going to say any more. Fuck that. Liverpool like a pretty, a really hard-working midfield in efficiency. And you're buying... That's why they bought Thiago Alcantara. <laughs> you're buying a mid... That's why they bought him. You're buying a midfielder. You're chatting absolutely you're buying, a mid- you're buying a midfielder that doesn't want to run that much and has no efficiency and hard work. Yeah, and how have things have gone since they bought Thiago? How have they gone? Every game, how every have game they he's gone? played, better. How have they gone? Quite when, well. When they had Wijnaldum, Henderson and Fabinho, look, they were they better. Missed, look, they were they, better. Look, they, they were, right. they were better with those Shut your mouth. Three. Wijnaldum is not as good as Thiago, but they they're better mi- with those three. They miss Wijnaldum. Yeah, exactly. And they do be- miss they Wijnaldum. Were with those, they were better with those right. three, even though Thiago is significantly better than Wijnaldum. But they also signed Naby Keita. Who's dog shit. He's who, not dog shit. That's oh, rubbish. Right, well, he's not, injured, right. Josh. Yeah. You're chatting waffle, yeah, mate. Yeah, fucking five-year contract. He's been injured for four and a half of the years. He's shit. Right. I think You're he's out go- of order. I think he's going. I think he's going to play in Italy. I think he's going to go and play for Napoli. I think Napoli are going to spend fifty-seven million on him. I think they'll spend fifty-seven million on him. I don't think he'll go for more than that from Benfica. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't think he will. And I don't. That think is that the shittiest thing you've ever said <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I agree with it. I think he's probably worth more. But I think fifty-seven million, mate. That is your. That's, uh. that's exactly what I think of what you just said. Shut up. Ladies and gents, this has been the Mate How Good Was podcast. We're actually going to have a big fight now. I'm <laughs> Literally, I'm going to fucking deck him. <laughs> I, I'm going to beat you him can, up in my new house. You can deck the patio, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> right, love you all so much. Don't forget, like, subscribe, follow. We're going to come... Oh, by the way, we're going to go on YouTube soon. I've just decided. You you chisel. <laughs> Shut up. Yep. You chisel. Shut up, you little virgin. Right, thanks so much for listening. Sorry, um, that was tight. Sorry if you are a virgin. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) 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 Right, in a bit. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.